You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. We're back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial, Catholic Chicago. You can see us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg, hand it over to you. Okay, we have with us, back also again by popular demand, Vicki Quaddy, <laughs> creator of Late Night Catechism, comes on the program to have some fun with our host, which is us. <laughs> and Vicki, how are you? I'm fine. How are oh, you? Oh, good to see me? you. Oh, Good it's to great see to you. see you. You look terrific, Vicki. Thank you. I now didn't wear been... my mask, but I'm at home. Oh, oh you're at good home. for you. You have been part of this program going back years. And you yeah. know, maybe for our listeners, we've all heard of Late Night Catechism. We've heard of you. Late Night Catechism debuted in what year? 1993. It's been 28 years plus. Yes, 28 years, absolutely. Well, now, of course, with the pandemic last year, it closed down for a while, correct? It did, although we, uh, I, I streamed some performances of my shows um, just so that we could keep the business going. But, um, but yeah, we, we, we took a break for largely 18 months. Now, has it reopened again in person? Yes, it reopened September 10th at the Greenhouse Theater Center in Chicago. And where's that? Um, it's on uh, Lincoln Avenue. It's twenty two fifty seven North Lincoln. So oh, Lincoln okay. near Fullerton. Oh, beautiful. A- any, any like wonderful memories of the show that kind of stand out for you? Oh yeah, oh. I mean, truly, truly, there's something at almost every performance. Hmm. Um, but I was doing a show. I was doing one of my bingo shows, and I think I've talked about this before, up in um, in Ladysmith, Wisconsin. Uh, and it's just a small town. And they brought me up there to do a, a fundraiser, and it was well attended. Mm-hmm. And right right near the front, and they had it in the church, right near the front, uh, like maybe the third pew, was a, a woman with her child. And the child was maybe 10 years old. Uh, and the woman looked pretty... pretty um, tired. Mm-hmm. She was maybe in her, somewhere in her 30s, you know, not quite 40. Um, and uh, and you could tell she just had had a rough time of it. Um, but she was laughing and the son was laughing. Um, and at intermission, she came up to me and she said, I want to thank you. This is the first time we have laughed in months. Her husband had been killed. Wow. Um, oh, wow. He was a truck driver and he yeah. had a heart attack and he died while drive, while he had pulled off and he died in in the car in the cab, um, and she said, "I my son and I have just been, you know, living with mm-hmm. this, and wow. it's so wonderful to see him laugh." And I thought to myself, "If there's a reason why you are brought someplace, mm-hmm. that's the reason." So here is a woman in her thirties, the ten year old boy, and she's a widow, and a little boy without a dad. And that's the mystery right. of the gift that you have and that you bring to people. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I've seen the show 
many times, but one time at Oakton College there was a benefit. And I remember the nun, had, I forget the question, and she, anybody here know this? And I raised my hand, and she called on me. And I stood up. She said, stand up, young man. And then she said, um, okay, before you answer, take those hands out of your pocket. <laughs> and I thought, I was back to St. Clement Grammar School. I thought, boy, did she nail that one. <laughs> but it no, does... Pardon me? Did you go to St. Clement's on Orchard and Deming? Yes, yes, yes. That was my grammar school. That's where my kids went. Really? And I taught there. I taught fifth grade one year there, too. What year was that, Mark? Uh, 1978, somewhere in that neighborhood. I taught my sister. I taught my sister. My sister was a fifth grader. Did you pass her? She, thank God, she was a great student. You know, she just, she talked to me as Mark, my brother, at home. And then I was Mr. T., in the classroom. Mr. So. T. Yeah. That is great. It's, it's interesting, you know, Vic, you mentioned, when you have all these audiences night in and mm-hmm. night out, you just don't know where people's hearts are. Right. You know, someone's sitting there engaged, someone else divorced, someone else just lost a mother, someone else just had a baby. The ups and downs of mm-hmm. life, and no two people in the exact same spot. So now, are you in the, product, uh, in the uh, process now of writing or creating anything brand new at this time? Because you're always writing, you're always creating. I'm always writing and creating. Yes, I actually um, have a a new comedy called Are You Smarter Than Your Eighth Grade Nun? (laughs) (laughs) It's a game show. uh, What's the answer? I've done it a couple times now, and it's really fun. Mm -hmm. Now give us like a question for that then. Yeah, how would you... How How, how does it it go? Oh, so, no, we have a wheel... Um, which is actually in the other room, <laughs> but it's like a, you know, it's a wheel and you spin it. And I have um, subjects that you would have in eighth grade, history, geography, um, math, uh, spelling. Um, and then on the wheel is just the word sister. And that means that sister can pick any subject. <laughs> the question. Um, and then you, and then I ask the question um, and it could be something simple like a math question uh, or uh, or a history, uh, something really fun about history, um, uh, and uh, and just to have people back in, yeah, you're back in school, and you have to think, what is that? That is fantastic. Um, now, when is that going to actually uh, be seen, or, or when's that going to open? Um, yes, I have to figure out when I want to open it. Um, I'm uh, so I've been doing it. I did it at the the a park district in Dundee, and. Um, and I did a little snippet of it at the um, at the Mercury Theater here in Chicago. Um, but I, yeah, I, uh, mostly right now we're using it for fundraisers. Um, so if people want to have a fundraiser, it's really a fun alternative um, um, because it's so interactive. Now that is great. Uh, well, we have to invite you to the Holy Name. We have an auditorium. Sure, that would be great. Yeah. Now I had That'd a qu- that would be fun. I had a question related to all of this creativity and is there a religious woman that stands out in your mind that really inspired you to, because your images of the religious are wonderful you know they're accurate but they're heartwarming they're 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 multi-dimensional so right. any um buddy oh, comes yes. to mind totally yes when i was in grade school i was taught by the adrian dominicans oh sure and one nun, Sister James Joseph, that's why they had male names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
sister, James Joseph, uh, I, I just fell in love with her. And we all did. Everyone loved this woman. She was, she was, um, uh, she was very athletic. So she would get outside when we were on the playground and she would play with us. She'd kick mm -hmm. the ball around. She, she'd go over where the boys were playing and she'd say, here's a baseball, let's throw it around. And, um, and she just seemed so real. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the classroom, um, she was she was no nonsense, you know, but mm -hmm. there was such a warmth about her. Um, and I have to say, I do often think of her and um, uh, and try to try to generate that combination of being a teacher on stage with that warmth mm -hmm. um, and a little bit of humor. And the, she was just a little um, uh, a little different, really. Now, here's so, the thing along those lines, Mark. That's a great question. I remember my own story mm -hmm. Mary State of Wisdom, Park Ridge, starting first grade, Sisters of Mercy, who I dearly loved, yeah. and my first grade sister, Sister Mary Joella. So here I am, seven years old, with Sister Mary Joella. So get out of first grade, go through grammar school. She left after first grade to be reassigned. I saw her many, many, many years later, maybe 15 years ago, when I was pastor at St. Mary of the Woods, mm -hmm. and I ran into Sister Mary Joella at some event, and we were talking, and I said, you know, I have to admit, Sister Mary Joella, loved you in first grade, but I thought you were so old. <laughs> when I was in first grade, you seemed to me to be about 100 because you happened to be a nun. She laughed and said, Greg, when I taught you in first grade, I was 20 years old. Wow. I was 20. So the thing about this, I'm seven, she's 20, and here I thought yeah. she was 100 because she had the habit on, and she was 13 years older. She had just be started in part of the novice or ministry, and I thought, never would have guessed. And she was, all the sisters of mercy I had at Mary State of Wisdom, one better than the other. So that's a great, how about for you, Mark? St. Clement? We had the school sisters of St. Francis, to your point. Wonderful, wonderful women, happy, joyful. I remember fifth grade teachers. In fact, I taught in that fifth grade room. Sister Mary Alice, she looked like Granny Clampett, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and I was serving Mass when they changed from the, you know, where they cut the, the veil, cut the forehead to when you could see their hair. And... Uh, and I was serving Mass, and I looked out, and all of a sudden, all these nuns had those minor veils with the hair coming out. And I was like, oh, my Freaked God, out. Who are these people? But Sister Mary Alice, to get back to her real quickly, she was a great teacher. We did diagramming sentences. That was the big thing. And I remember I thought I diagrammed this sentence perfectly, and she checked, put a check mark. I said, Sister, why? I thought I did it correctly. Everything's correct, except you don't diagram sentences by writing the word on the line. It has to be above the line. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> I learned technicalities from her. Anyway. Mark, on that I note, take it. us to break. Yeah, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. We, you can also see us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're, we're with Vicki Quaddy. When we come back, Vicki, maybe a little bit of your observation of the theater scene in Chicago right now, post-COVID. Well, we're in COVID, but... Post being closed, we're open. What do you think? We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
In recent weeks, many people have reached out to Catholic Charities to ask what we are doing to help our Afghan brothers and sisters. They also ask how they can join us in our work. Current estimates suggest that 50,000 refugees are headed to our shores in the coming weeks. Based on a decade of experience in refugee resettlement, we predict that it will cost $50,000 to resettle a family of four for six months. This includes housing, food, clothing, and other urgent needs as they establish new lives in Chicago. As Jesus tells us, whatsoever you do for the least of my people, that you do unto me. Please assist us as we welcome the first 10 families. Visit catholiccharities.net to donate to our special refugee resettlement appeal or call 312-948-6087. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750M in your dial. Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Teresi here with you. You can see us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. We're with Vicki Quaddy, creator of Late Night Catechism, many, many other very creative, entertaining programs. And before the break, um, I said, Vicki, I'd love your take on the theater scene here in Chicago, po- I don't want to say post-COVID because we're still in it, but the doors are open. We I went with a friend to the Goodman to see Las Mariachis. I forget the title, but, you know, COVID card, uh, I mean, the vaccination card, ID, had to have the mask. The place was full. We all had masks. And I thought, oh, it felt good to be back. What do you think about what's going on now with the theater scene? At least the doors are opening a little bit. Right, exactly. Um, well, you know, theater was the hardest hit. Um, and, and remains the hardest hit of the industries uh, in, in this pandemic. Uh, you know, restaurants could still, uh, you could still order food and get, get it delivered, or you mm-hmm. could pick it up. Um, you know, uh, other industries, you know, you could still shop, mm-hmm. uh, you could still go to the grocery store, but the theaters closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it's really heartwarming that after 18 months, they are open. Um, but it's really a struggle to get people to, to feel comfortable enough mm-hmm. to come out. And I have to tell you, I'll just use the greenhouse as an example. 
uh, you have to be vaccinated to get in or show a negative test. Right. Um, there's still the mask mandate in the city of Chicago. Um, the theater put in HEPA filters, so it's clean. Um, and and yet people still have to feel like it's okay to go out. Mm -hmm. It's fine. You can distance yourself and you can still laugh. And yes, you have to wear a mask, but you know it. It's open. We are open. And um, and you. so you saw American Mariachi. Yes, I, that was wonderful. Now, Vicky, It's a wonderful play. It's being touted as something that, that you know, could or should go to Broadway. I agree. Um, I agree. Which is great. Um, Forever Plaid is running now at the Drury Lane Good. Um, out at, in Oak Brook. Uh, and I, I don't know if you've seen Forever Plaid. It's such a, mm -hmm. such a classic, wonderful play, musical. Um, now, your latest production, if people want to learn more about it, how can they learn more about your latest production? When, when, when is the uh, theater open? Weekends? Uh, we are open on weekends, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, you know, uh, I, I know it's the pandemic. I know people have not been working for a while. Um, so I'm, even though I love people to buy full-price tickets, I think uh, you can go on Gold Star and Hot Ticks and get a half-price ticket. Um, so you can come out, save a little money. Um, mm -hmm. Or you can call the theater directly, the box office, and and uh, and buy a full price ticket. Do you have that um, number offhand, Vicky? Two seven seven three four zero four seven three three six. That number once again. Seven seven three four zero four seven three three six. And performances begin at what time? Uh, we're Fridays at eight, um, Saturdays at five and eight, and Sundays at two o'clock. So you can go to mass. You can come and see us. You can go to brunch. Um, and and know, this it, show it will run through months. when? Uh, uh, well, right now we have Holy Ghost Bingo, mm -hmm. uh, and that's running to the end of the month. Okay. Uh, we also have Late Night Catechism on Saturdays at 5 o'clock. That's just an open run. Um, then in November we go back to just Late Night, and then in December we're going to do Christmas Bingo. Okay. Um, I have to ask so. this question. And all the time you've been on the air... I've never asked this question of you. In the years you have been doing production, writing, acting, creating, this ministry, this gift you have received from God, how has it touched your life mm -hmm. over the years? I mean, what you've done for <sighs> over the years has brought like that woman and her son. First time we laughed since my husband was killed or died of a heart attack in the truck. So we're always talking what it's done for others, but... The, the Lord had called you with you and being gifted in this way. All these years, Vicki, as you look back on your life, and you're still young, of course, how has it touched your life? Um, it's given it a purpose um, beyond just my creativity. I've always been creative ever since I was little. Um, but uh, so I was in Baltimore this past weekend. And I did my collection for the, the nuns who were in the audience. Um, and uh, we collected $1,174 for wow. this order of nuns. Uh, and they were thrilled. Oh, my goodness. They couldn't believe it. And the, afterwards, Sister Susan came up to me and said, thank you for talking about the needs of the, of the sisterhood. And I, I think... When people say, why do your shows continue? You know, why do you continue this work? I think to myself, because I am um, making people laugh. Um, I'm bringing people back often to their faith. Um, and, uh, 
and it gives me a purpose. It makes me feel like I've got something to offer um, beyond just making people laugh. Um, mm -hmm. uh, also, I think it shows resilience. I know that sounds weird, but we all go through issues in our lives. Um, and I think uh, getting back to reminding people about their faith and my own faith uh, helps to make you realize that life continues. You know, life, uh, you're, you're, what you bring to life is important and how you, how you keep moving forward uh, is important. Um, and I think that's maybe a message for my kids as well, mm -hmm. uh, that they see what I've done in my life and what they can do in theirs. Um, you know, now, so yeah. Now, Vicki, as you, so you originated the role in Late Night Catechism, correct? No, I, I wrote the show. But were, did you ever act in it? I, I have. Yeah. Um, but the original sister is an actress named Mary Pat Donovan. Oh, um, okay. Was she at Loyola? Did she go to Loyola, Mary Pat Donovan? It sounds familiar, that name. She did. She went to Loyola, but she never graduated. They oh. ended up giving her a, um, an honorary <laughs> so, degree, uh, oh, which good. was so nice of them to do that. <laughs> that is terrific. And as yeah. you look at, I want to make sure people understand if they, in the parishes, want to book um, late night catechism or uh, your other programs. How do they do that? How how would some how does someone do they that? They would just have to get in touch with my office, um, so uh, or or with me directly. But the you know the the uh, uh, the email is info at nunsforfun dot com, and it's n u n s the number four fun. Oh, dot com. Okay. It's all one word. So, uh, um, so, what is it again? One, one more time for the uh, info. Email. That's my. That's the work email. Info at nuns n u n s the number four fun dot com. Or how about um, again a phone number? The phone number for the office is seven seven three three eight eight zero seven three zero. One more time, Vicky. Seven seven three three eight eight zero seven three zero. And maybe a one one question. In all the years you have been writing, performing, getting feedback, uh, beside that story you shared with the woman coming up to you and saying, first time my son and I have laughed since my husband passed away with a heart attack. Um, give us another story on the lighter side that maybe you broke up or you just totally lost it on stage. <laughs> um. Yeah, people do things on stage when you bring them up, mm -hmm. um, and uh, sometimes it really does kind of make you laugh. Um, I mean, so there was a there's a a guy who came up on stage in Baltimore just this past weekend uh, during Holy Ghost Bingo, and I I had him dressed up um, as uh, the Day of the Dead, and <laughs> I said I said, can you do the a skeleton dance? And all of a sudden he did an Elvis Presley impersonation of a day of the dead skeleton dance <laughs> complete with an Elvis voice. And I, I just started laughing. I mean, I just thought, Oh my goodness, this was so perfect. Oh my um, God. What he brought to it. So, you know, people get into it. They come out when you bring people up on stage. Um, so, so yeah, that, that happens a lot where people, people surprise me, their creativity and <laughs> how much they're enjoying it makes me laugh. So here you're bringing joy to others and this guy's going crazy and making you laugh. 
Yes. We need to bring the program to a close. We want to thank, in a very special way, Vicki Quaddy, creator of Late Night Catechism. And uh, Vicki, your enthusiasm and joy has not changed and just amazes me after all these years, mm-hmm. pandemic included, here you are doing the work of God, sharing the gift of joy and bringing hope into people's lives, but also connecting, again, the story of God, the mystery of God with our mm-hmm. lives. And uh, so thank you very much for joining us here today. You'll be back on again, thank and you. God bless as you keep moving forward. Special thanks to co-host Mark Teresi, great work of our producer, engineer, coffee maker, Jack of all trades, Michael May. <laughs> Michael did a great job today. To all our listeners, may God bless you. I can't talk about going the White Sox anymore. We'll have to go into next year. But may the Bears beat the Packers this weekend. God bless. God bless. website archchicago.org and clicking on radio tv and please connect with catholic chicago on social media